Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. to episode six of Vanilla to Vixen, Dark Desires. We are the show that likes you to dangle your dongle. <laughs> and listen to us on Alexa and any high-tech device you like. We are Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... <laughs> the naughty couple. We are. We, we are. are naughty. Mr. N, I'm sorry, I'm slightly distracted. Why? Because you're sitting here without a top on. It's so hot. I know it is, but it's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can control myself. <laughs> Mrs. N has a little black top number on today. I'll have to I'll have to put some photos on Twitter this week. So yes, definitely show Mrs. N in the studio. I'm feeling slightly overdressed. Yeah, you kind of got your club gear on, haven't you? <laughs> Which is quite appropriate for today's episode. It is. On Friday night. We attended the coolest party of the month. We did. It's the favourite, favourite one. Dark Desires. <laughs> and for anybody that doesn't know what Dark Desires is, Dark Desires is an interracial party for people who enjoy the swinging lifestyle. Um, it is, and it, it's it's a great party. Yeah, you would say that, Mrs. <laughs> Well, it does have amazing eye candy. Yes. <laughs> Certainly for the ladies, there's, there's plenty to look at. Oh, well, there is. In the room. When I mean plenty, there's, there's plenty. <laughs> so, yes, I'm getting carried away, aren't I, really? You are, because we don't want to give all the juicy details away just yet, do we? And it, it did get pretty juicy. It got very juicy. It got very juicy. <laughs> um, but obviously, we start off as we normally do with the messages Yay. that we've received this this week. We're going to keep it short and sweet this week because we've got such a main event. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to get through. There is. As you discovered. As I discovered. <laughs> <laughs> so before all that, we had a lovely message from an interracial couple, which fits in nicely with our theme. It does. Called Vanilla Dash Chocolate. Oh. On Fab. Okay. Uh, and they've asked you questions. Yay! I uh, love questions. <laughs> I know you like questions, I Mrs. Do. N. So here's some questions for you. Okay. What made you realise you were into the stag vixen scene when you first entered the lifestyle? Oh, good. That's, that's the first question. Okay. Um, I think it was because we chatted, didn't we? What would work for us and what wouldn't work for us, I think. Yeah. So it was a conversation that we'd had. Going back to the, the, the thing we always talk about, communication. Yeah, exactly. As, as a couple between yourselves. Yeah, and obviously, you know, going through our journey right from fantasising up to when we had our first meet, um, I I was very honest with you and said I wasn't comfortable with you um, playing with other women at the time. Mm. Um, and you didn't particularly want to play with other women. I think I was open. Yes. It wasn't that I didn't want to. No. I sp and yeah, that's probably not the best way of saying it. But it, it was just that I discovered as I went on, I got more turned on watching you. Yeah. And fantasising about you. I, I think this is quite an important thing to mention, is that you don't always stay in the same kink as you Absolutely. start with, because as your um, as your swinging journey, you know, goes Continues, on, yeah. you change, and your I would say kink is fluid. Yes. So when you start, what you find a turn on in the beginning might change dramatically. Yeah. 
years down the line. But the most important thing is that we have spoken about it the whole way through, haven't we? Communication, constant communication. Yeah, it's so important because, um, you know, I was very honest with Mr. N saying I don't think I was comfortable with seeing him with another woman at the time. At all. You weren't comfortable with that play at all in the beginning? No, not in the beginning. Um, But then as we carried on, we met a couple and you did you were comfortable with the other female I was yeah so it wasn't something that we'd either we'd planned either was it kind of like we'd made the decision that if I was comfortable I would let you know Mm. um and I'd say yes I'm more than happy and you've even gone on to kind of encourage me I have I have which is when I'm really comfortable with (laughs) with another woman um so yeah, it was literally we. It was something we talked about in the beginning, and then obviously when we had our first experience, and and again it was communication after that experience, saying you know how was it for you, yeah. and how did you feel about it, and and the experience you got from it, and we just we, it's just kind of grown from there, hasn't it? Absolutely. And any couple, here's one of our our beefs why we actually started the podcast is when you look at media and how media represents swingers and even when they try to take it really seriously like on that channel four program Mm. open house yeah you've got a a supposed sex expert sex therapist expert who were encouraging couples to have all night meets yeah all night threesomes which is the last thing i would encourage a couple who would just start in the lifestyle to experiment with because after that meet to me you need to communicate with your other half you do so definitely you know what that, that that's something that i picked up on the show immediately and i was like that gives them spending all night with a person gives them no chance to no. communicate and almost for that reclaim moment yeah exactly so that to me showed a little bit of naivety and i i think if you know for you to th- thoroughly enjoy your um, swinging journey it it has to be a gradual progression I think you can't I personally Hmm. I don't think you can just dive straight in if you pardon the pun (laughs) I I have (laughs) spoken to to couples on on fab though yeah where since we've done the podcast where they've kind of gone we they set boundaries and then kind of both just jumped over the boundary (laughs) carried on to to swinging wherever (laughs) but in fairness that can happen because like you just said before where in the beginning I said I wasn't comfortable with you being with another woman yeah but then we've had meets with couples where I have been and And you've encouraged I've encouraged you so you kind of have to you have you do have to go with the flow to a certain extent and and you have to be able to read your partner you have to that is so important because it's no good if one of you yeah. is desperate to do something and the other one's not very comfortable and you get mixed messages <laughs> as a whole i'm going to be slightly stereotypical here and say that i think females tend to read males better than males reading females yeah i'd agree with that a lot of people have safe words they do and so if you could use a safe word if if, if you feel that you're the half you know something that's subtle yeah you can slip into conversation where you know that that it's stick to the limits or progression exactly <laughs> because you i don't think you can plan it no, you beforehand can't. because you don't know how you're going to feel Absolutely. until you're with that other couple or other person and you don't want to miss an opportunity exactly but also as well you don't want to ruin it no so i think the safe word thing is a top tip there we go. Because if, if obviously if one of you isn't comfortable mm. um then you can say the safe word and the other one knows exactly what the boundaries are exactly but then if you are enjoying it more then you can say the word and and you and your partner both know that it's a good green light but keep it subtle not something like anal sex anal sex (laughs) (laughs) which could equally be misinterpreted (laughs) okay the second question yeah which we've kind of answered some of is what boundaries did you set each other and how did you feel after the first time that one we um because obviously if you've listened to um episode one one, um 
uh, it describes our very first meet. You can listen in full detail on episode one, popping our cherry. Yes. As, uh, exactly what happened on our first meet. Yeah. And we had already discussed what boundaries were going to be at the yeah. time. And this is, <laughs> this is where things can go out the window a little bit because we'd already agreed that it mm. was just going to be a blowjob mm. and there was going to be no kissing, yeah. hadn't we? And they Absolutely. were the boundaries. And equally, I think, so here's another top tip. If the person who is initially probably setting the boundary yeah. for, for the other partner, you can leave it kind of up to them. So obviously at the time, our boundary was you giving the guy, we just met a single guy, it was a male, male, female threesome. Yeah. You were just going to give a blowjob. Yes, that was it. We, we just That was going to be enough for us. Yeah. But then we were both in the moment, and obviously it was me that kind of initiated that bit of a boundary. Yeah, but in fairness, Mr. N, you know me so well. <laughs> I could You re- can read me. I could read you and I I could see how much you were enjoying it. Yes. I was really turned on. I was comfortable with him. He yeah. was a really nice guy. Yeah. So I was comfortable for you to progress and go on to the next stage. Yeah, and because you almost initiated the next stage, I knew that you were comfortable with it. Yeah. So then I was happy. Mm. Um, and could relax and enjoy, obviously, what ultimately happened. Which was a good bonking. It was a very good bonking. Um, <laughs> but, but afterwards, we were, I mean, we did, t- obviously, we talked about it for days and days afterwards, didn't we? Initially, and here's where we're sort of going back to what I was talking about with the, the open house thing. So it was important that he stayed for a good few hours. He did. <laughs> but when we were finished... We had a, a nice social chat and we had a, a lovely laugh together. We all did, three yeah. of us. And he left. Yeah. Which is really important because if you are the third person that's joining the couple and they're quite new to, to the lifestyle, it's, it's important that they have their time. Definitely. You need, you need that time. You need that time to talk about it and, yeah. and what happened and, mm. and openly discuss, you know, your feelings and yeah. how, it, how it made you feel and how it made me feel. And if you are the single person, there's a far higher chance you will get asked back. Definitely. For a repeat performance. Yes. If you give more space to the couple. Definitely. And I think that's what uh, some single guys don't understand. Yeah. That the more space you give the couple... Not necessarily just single guys, honey. Single girls as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works both ways. Good point. Yeah. Okay, final bit is, you're going to like this one. Okay. What is your most outlandish kink and why? Oh. You see, that's a tricky one because outlandish to some people might be completely... Vanilla. Yeah, vanilla to others. So, so, so what you're saying is it's, it's all relative. It is relative. I mean... It, you, you could even say that outlandish in the beginning yeah. to us is, is not outlandish now. No, not at all. It's just normal now. <laughs> Which kind of brings us on to Dark Desires parties. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, I suppose probably talking about what we're going to talk about in this show yeah. is, is, is probably one of your most outlandish kinks. So if you spoke to somebody completely vanilla... I'm not sure I, I know what you're going to say. I know what's coming. I, okay. I know. <laughs> when we first went to an adult sex shop, a porn shop... Oh, yes, yes. You went straight for a, a gangbang I did. DVD. <laughs> I did. Which, as my new girlfriend at the time, <laughs> many years ago, I was like, holy shit, she's the real deal. <laughs> so that kind of took me back i went for this like comedy school of cock it was dreadful (laughs) dreadful soft kind of porn thing you were like hardcore i was like holy shit but then when you watched it and and i think secretly that has kind of always been your your thing that you kind of like it's the fantasy of being desired sexually by so many men all at it one is, time. It is. I would just like to point out to you guys that I haven't fulfilled that kink as yet. You've pretty. You've come pretty damn close. I came close. close, but not officially. So that was the, the, the bukkake incident. Yes. So you've had six or seven guys all feverishly wanking over you. I did. I did. And, and that was the most erotic thing I think I 
I've ever done or I've ever had done to me. But we've never done the full on. But I haven't done massive the full on. Gangbang. No. Had, I think how many three guys? I think you've had three guys at once. I, I have. <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> a couple of times. Including Friday. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I don't think you've ever beaten the record of three kind of all. Apart from the seven guy thing. It's the, it's the whole kind of like taking it in turns mm. kind of thing. And um, when we went to Amigos the other week, yes. which we talked about on last week's podcast, yeah. uh, and we were in the adult cinema. Correct, and one yeah. of the films that was playing was a, a gangbang. Cream pie gangbang. Cream pie gangbang. And um, in between having a little bit of fun in the adult cinema room, I was keeping an eye on the film. <laughs> really? I yeah. And um, she did actually, I think she had five people. Well, she had five blokes that basically took, <laughs> it, in, took it in turns with her, shall we say. Yes. Um, and that is, that is my ultimate. I saw you getting really turned on. It, it is. Re- I find that, I find the whole thing of that really, really horny. So that is definitely your outlandish king. Yes. I think. Yes. As we will be discussing. Now, but it'd be nice to know what other people's outlandish kinks are. Oh, that could be an exciting one. <laughs> it could be. So, um, listen, guys, let us know. Let Definitely. us know. Um, give us a message. And if you have any more questions for Mrs. N. Yes, because I love your questions. She does love answering them. So, I yes. do. So that kind of brings us on now to our main event. Yes. Talk about outlandish kinks. The Dark Desires Party <laughs> that we attended on Friday. Uh, as I say, for anybody that doesn't know, Dark Desires is an interracial night. Yes, it is. And it is ran by the amazingly wonderful couple uh, called ODB London and Green Eyes. Yep, that on Fab. They are. As Dark Desires parties. They are. So you can find them. Yes, and we, we're going to tell you all about how to get in contact with them. Yes. Uh, a little bit later on. And how you could actually get your name down, yes. dear listener. Yes, for, for to a party. attend your very own Dark Desires party. And it is, it's an experience. It's probably the experience of all experiences. <laughs> it is. And we are going to tell you all about our experience the party with a capital p it is um and yeah it's a hot one (laughs) (laughs) but before all of that yes i think we should kind of lead into our first ever interracial experience yes uh for anybody that doesn't know us mr n and i are both uh we're a white couple yes um and we had our very first interracial experience some years ago I remember it well. I remember it well too. Um, and it was a, a, a guy that we've been chatting to. Uh, was it Fab, it Mr. Was on N? Fab. What that, on that Fab? That was our dream Fab years, yeah. Yeah. A lovely um, guy. He was a lovely guy. And we chatted for a, a little while and we had an opportunity uh, to go and visit him. It was an afternoon meet. It was an afternoon meet. I'm not sure whether I was off work that day. You must have had the day off. I think I did. So we had a day off to ourselves. I think we decided we were going to go around town i think we've got a bit of shopping to do yeah sort of yeah we, we've got either christmas shopping or shopping for somebody to, to, to go and pick something up and so we decided we've got a bit of spare time to go around town and it was close to where he lived it in, was in, in the city it was yes do you remember you, you you carry on i yes i do remember it well so uh, we'd arranged a time that we were going to meet at his um, apartment. And I think, was that the very first time that somebody else had accommodated us? Yes, I was just about to say this is the first time we'd ever been to somebody else's um, house. Um, So I have to be honest, I was quite nervous because I think there's a certain amount of comfort when people come to your house Mm. because you're feeling control. So for us to walk into somebody else's house, I wasn't sure what to expect. So (laughs) I was a little bit nervous Um, and he'd given us his address and everything. So um, we put it into a a little walkie sat nav thing because I have no sense of direction whatsoever (laughs) and can get lost very quickly. Um, And we were walking around for about 10 minutes or so, (laughs) realised that we hadn't got a clue where we were. You were quite dressed up as well. I was very dressed up. Sexily dressed. Yes. Just enough to kind of get through 
the city without anybody going, cool, look at that. <laughs> you know, and not, not cool, look at that, because you look gorgeous anyway. <laughs> but cool, you know, are you off to a, a whore party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like I'd got it written across my head. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't carrying an upside down pineapple or wearing no. a, a black ring or carrying a, a load of pampas grass in your hand. So we had to message him, didn't we? And say, I'm really sorry, but we can't find you. Yeah. Uh, to which, bless him, he was so sweet. He said, don't worry, tell me where you are and I'll come and, f- I'll come and meet you. It was the first time ever we had to send a search party out to I a know. swingers meet. So yeah, it was it was a little bit nerve wracking. But anyway, we, we did eventually find his apartment. Yeah. Um, it was funny he kind of like met us on the street corner didn't he he did and then <laughs> kind of just bumped in, are you are you the swingers yeah. <laughs> i felt like i should have had a red carnation or something <laughs> yeah we're under the clock <laughs> so um anyway he he did meet us we actually found where he lived and he um he welcomed us in didn't he yeah and the apartment was like a maze of of corridors to get to his apartment I, I inside. Think it, I think it was a converted warehouse into like um, studio flats, wasn't it? So there was a lot of. It was it was such a maze. We probably I felt like we were going to bump into workers still yeah. trying to find their way out of there <laughs> in little overalls or something. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we we got to his apartment, which was lovely, and um, you know. We didn't really mess about too much, did we? We kind of decided we were going to get... Oh, you like to get on it I like quick. to get on it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really one for the pleasantries. It's just like, no, let's just get on with it. So we got undressed. And, and you found him pretty hot. This was your he was, very, very yes, first black guy. He was very hot. He was <laughs> very, very hot. And um, so, yeah, so we both got down to the underwear, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and just as we were about to start... Um, he got a phone call. I think you'd actually started sucking his cock at this moment. Oh, had I? Yes. <laughs> you'd literally got his cock in your mouth. <laughs> and he's like, oh God, I've got to answer my phone. I know, which we giggled about, didn't we? Anyway, he took the phone call and all of a sudden he went, you're going to have to go. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? And it was his flatmate's mother he was so apologetic. He was so apologetic. So we literally had to, we we literally had to get ourselves dressed really quickly, yeah. and like bumble out of the flat. It was like something from a comedy. It film. was, and then literally hide round the corner because he said, "I'll get rid of her." Yeah, he said, "Don't go too far." Yeah, <laughs> don't go too far, and you know, I'll just just stay outside, outside kind of thing, and we'll get you. I'll get you, you know, come back in, and please, please carry on where you left off. Yeah. So we went out. And we kind of went into a couple of corridors. We didn't want to go down the stairs no. in case we met her on the stairs. Yeah. But then we got lost we because the corridors were just like, it was like a it maze. It was a nightmare. I think we went down in the lift in the end, didn't we? I don't know. I felt like I was in that film, The Labyrinth, <laughs> <laughs> which is all over the place. Yeah. So we did. We, 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 went, we went back down to the foyer and then we went outside and we waited outside, no, didn't we? No, we waited just outside in kind of this corridor for about, 15 minutes and thought yeah. this isn't happening no <laughs> you weren't sure if he was like perhaps he didn't fancy me we'll just go <laughs> it was a little awkward wasn't it yeah, I, I thought you know perhaps you put too much pressure on the blowjob <laughs> i wasn't sure at this stage yeah it was, it was a bit we just kept looking at each other going what should we do what should we do yeah you were like have i lost my technique I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just waited and waited and we thought this isn't happening and so we made our way down and we, we somehow found our way through another door onto the street. We did. And so we kind of hovered outside for a little while, didn't we? Very we, awkwardly. Yeah, we didn't really know. So I kept checking my phone. I just felt like I was loitering on the street corner. <laughs> I did feel like, I, you know, I was in the bit of the red light district <laughs> well, waiting for me punter to turn up. You looked a little flushed. I was. <laughs> anyway, he did, he did message, didn't he? Yeah. So apologetic and said, um, won't be long. Um, you know, stay where you are. I'll, I'll be back down. I was really trying to get rid of this woman. He was, he was. Um, anyway, to cut a long story short, um, his flatmate's mother left. He came back down to let us back in and we went back up to his apartment. We saw this woman come out and we were like, is that her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we kind of made our way back up. Amazed that we actually found his apartment again. I know. So, yeah, we got back into uh, into his room. Yes. And... Um, 
kind of got ourselves undressed, well, down to the underwear, as we were before, obviously. <laughs> Uh, the visitor arrived and kind of carried on where we left off, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so I was on my knees uh, sucking his cock, wasn't I? And you were, were you filming? I, you were filming it. I, I think, think I filmed you... it and I think I think the film is on fab. It is on fab, film. yes. What was really horny, I remember about that meet, was it was the first time we'd had like a meet in the city. Yeah. At somebody's apartment and he left the window open. He did. So we could hear the, the hustle and bustle yeah. of people on the high street down It felt really naughty. Yeah, and you were like literally moaning away. And I know. It was really horny. It was really horny. Um, so yeah, so I was enjoying uh, his member <laughs> for quite a little while. And it was quite a member. <laughs> it was quite a member. Um, and then we moved to the bed. Yeah. Didn't we? Um, and uh, yeah. He fucked you to completion. He did. In fact, if I remember rightly, he got you to put his cock in my bum. That was the first time, I think, yeah. that I'd ever done that. So I literally, yeah, was asked yeah, to take his cock and put it inside you, which was, it, and it felt really horny. It, and it, it was really horny. And, um, and the fact that I think you were actually uh, playing with his balls as well, weren't you, yes. I think? Because yeah. he quite enjoyed that. And that's like the, the first time we'd ever really done that as a couple mm. so that it was incredibly horny and that was like we were like oh yes we like this that's definitely <laughs> going on the kink list didn't we absolutely 100%. yeah and uh yes he uh he gave me a really good scene too yeah and uh and finished off you were very wobbly i was so wobbly <laughs> because then you had to walk all the way through through the city i know <laughs> And you were like, you were staggering. I was staggering. Um, so even though we thought it was going to be a disaster of a of a first um, meet, it actually turned out to be incredibly horny. And that was where you first discovered you really like black guys. Yeah, yeah, I did a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, which kind of like leads us to what happened at the club on Friday. Yeah. So so once a month. At Liberty Elite, which is on the A5 in Leicestershire, if you've not listened to our previous uh, programmes, um, it's on the A5 in Leicestershire and it is the club. It is the club. It's the business. And once a month, the last Friday of every month, the Dark Desires parties take over the club <laughs> and they party with a capital P. They certainly know how to party. And the parties are run by ODB London. Yeah. And the beautiful green eyes. She is stunningly beautiful. You, you do get lost in her eyes. You she's, do. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. And um, yeah, they, they kind of, it has a an Afro-Caribbean feel yeah. to the party. Yeah. And we're not just talking about um, the guys or... No, that's, or, it's, it's a very good point. Because when you say interracial, everybody is welcome. Yes. White guys, black guys, black girls, white guys, everybody. It's about the vibe. It is. And there's R&B, there's hip hop, there's reggae that's played. And the dance floor, I don't think I've ever seen an empty dance floor. No, they they absolutely adore their dancing. Yeah. And, and I think the very first uh, Dark Desires that we went to... Yeah. You couldn't get on the dance floor. Absolutely. It was absolutely packed. And we did get on the dance floor and we did a bit of hmm. pump and grind. Yeah. Or bump and, is it bump and grind or pump and grind? Pump and grind, <laughs> Mrs. N. You should very well know it's bumping. You've done plenty of bumping at Dark Desires. <laughs> done plenty of pumping as well. <laughs> Outrageous. So I've spoken to a, a lot of couples about it and and... Couples who haven't gone, who we've chatted to on Fab, sometimes I think there's a little misconception and we, we like busting the myths. We do. And they say, oh yeah, Dark Desires, and especially single guys, where they go, oh yeah, it's Dark Desires, or it's only black guys. No. No, it isn't. It's not. There's, there's, like, like I say, there's, it's interracial. And I think that's a, a point that needs bringing up. Definitely. Because um, obviously when you talk about race, it's a, it's a very tender subject. Yes. And... There are references used during interracial sex and and within the lifestyle. Yeah. There's terminology that's there. So 
some of the terminology that you will hear is BBC. Yeah. Which stands not for the British Broadcasting Corporation. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody sits around and watches television on a Dark Desires night. I can assure you of that. It's, It's referred to as Big Black Cock. Yes. And... On, again, on Fab, I've seen it where some guys find this offensive. Yeah. And in fairness, it, it, it's not a phrase that I like. And When, when referring to someone. Yeah. Um, and it isn't, it isn't about big black cocks. No. Uh, it, it, it's no different to sort of saying, oh, BWTs, big white tits. Yeah. You know, if, if you refer to a woman as, oh, you're BWT, whatever, that's, that's kind of just reducing them down to a body part it does you're not you know that's not their personality that's not who they are and so for me yes you do love bbc you love a big black cock but you there's so much more to the people in fairness mr n um i just love black cock (laughs) it doesn't even have to be a particular size doesn't have to be a particular size and that's one of the things that i think is important for people to understand yeah um, because like you said, there's, there's always that myth that, oh, you know, big black cock and that's mm. what the women want and, and, and all that. And it's just like, it doesn't matter what size it is. No. And you, you have told me, and we've, we've discussed it, where the guys at Dark Desires, they are special guys. Oh, they, unbelievably. And what's nice is that uh, ODB, yeah. he kind of like handpicks the guys. He does. So the guys that the single guys that are on the guest list, these are top guys. Yeah. And um a lot of them are friends with each other. They all know each other. Yeah. Well they they travel around the country, don't they? With, they do with the other, other with parties, the Dark Desires yeah. party because it's not just Just Leicester now. Just Leicester. They they go all over the country and mm. so they do know each other. And not just in England. No. They've also got uh, a special party which is in France. Yes. Which can be found on the website. And so you can book and you can actually go away for a weekend. Yeah. With the dot hand, which look, you're That's right. on the wish list, Mr. N. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. N's eyes are little. It does look totally cool. Yeah. And yeah, that, that is definitely on, on our to-do list. But I want to make it clear, though, that because the guys, obviously, a lot of them know each other and everything, it's not clicky. Not at all. Um, and that's one thing when we first went, Certainly when you walk in, um, you can feel uh, intimidated. Yes. Because you're walking into a swingers club and a lot of people know each other. Yeah. Um, And so it's like, oh, but never once have I felt like an outsider. Not at all. You know, as a white guy standing there, I've never felt like an outsider. I felt quite the opposite that that they've they kind of included me took me in they do mainly because they wanted to fuck my wife <laughs> no it really wasn't it really wasn't that they took me no, in no but they do they do make you feel really welcome totally. and you know and they are genuinely interested to say hi and talk yeah. to you and you know hope you have a great night because it's it's like you say it's all about the vibe it's about having a great night and it is just the best vibe it's i've never been to anything like it no and and like i say right all the way through the club so on the front of the club which again i'm kind of repeating myself for people that don't haven't listened to previous episodes the front of, of liberty elite is like a, a nightclub it's yeah. like a, a wine bar and nightclub yeah and every part of that club is just full of atmosphere it is you've got people laughing in the front front sort of side of it and and having a good time the dance floor's always packed yeah they bring their own dj who is phenomenal yeah we're not just talking about dj dave no who does weddings (laughs) at the weekends sorry dave yeah (laughs) this is like a a guy with serious serious talent yeah and i just watch him with with envy just going he reads he reads the club doesn't he he reads the it's proper mixing yeah he knows what gets people on the dance floor gets them in that naughty vibe fat boy slim is just like he's in the corner crying (laughs) because he knows he won't be as good as this guy (laughs) they do bring their own djs and they are cool yeah um so and it adds to the evening you know if, if, if you've got good music and um John at, at Liberty Elite always puts on a buffet that's kind of like has certain Afro Caribbean sort of flavour, a little flavour to little it. Little flavour, yeah. And and so it just makes the night really special. 
It does. So even if you are a woman or a couple that are not particularly into, if your sexual preference isn't black guys, there yeah. are other reasons to go to that night. Definitely. You know, and, and it's it's just amazing. And on, on Friday, there's a, there's a story behind the story. <laughs> because on Friday, we took a friend along. We did. We did. Who's a male friend. And it was his first ever time at the swingers club. Yeah. And we're not going to go into the story behind the story. Not not just yet. Because that that's kind of like a twist that could have a show all on its own. Yes. Yeah. Because that night he was daft punk. <laughs> He was up all night and he got lucky. <laughs> but and that's the thing. It, it's just the party of parties. But I remember him saying to me at one stage, he felt like a virgin all over again. He d- yeah, he, he did. Was, he was that excited, nervous and everything. Oh, bless him. He, yeah, he, he was just, he was messaging us throughout the day, yeah. worrying about what socks to wear, <laughs> what, what should he wear his shirt inside his trousers or out of his trousers. <laughs> And even Green Eyes came up to me and went, you, you know, this is like the party of parties. This is quite hardcore to just <laughs> yeah, drop him just into. Yeah, just drop him in it. So. But it just proves that you can go in there, a complete club virgin, yeah, uh, as a couple or however, and you can have the most amazing night. Yeah, yeah. You, you always guaranteed a good night. Yeah. And always. the thing is... Same rules, just leave your judgment at the door, go yeah. in there, be free, be liberated, and just be you. Enjoy every second. Because that is, it's a complete unique experience. It is. And and it's just cool. It is cool. So, um, Mr. N, should we tell them a little bit more about our night? I think it's time to get into the, the dirty details. <laughs> okay. I hope, dear listener... For all the guys out there, you've got your your Kleenex handy. (laughs) So we, uh, as usual, I normally say, my favourite thing about going to Libs is the buffet (laughs) and the jacuzzi. And it's like, nothing's happening until those two things have have been performed. (laughs) For anybody that's never been, the food comes out at 10.30. I'm standing there at this stage, wringing my hands. If if, if the club looks really full, I'm like, I like to get in the jacuzzi. And I'm wringing my hands, a nervous wreck, thinking, we're never going to get in the jacuzzi. Mrs. N's spending too long on the buffet. (laughs) I can't concentrate on anything else until I've been fed. (laughs) it's what you've been fed that yes food first (laughs) so we had our buffet yeah which was delicious as always and sure enough we made our way to the the, the jacuzzi and i'm like it's full it's full we're not gonna get in there it was a little cozy but i was determined we were gonna get in there and i was like no there's always room for one more (laughs) whipped off our towels completely naked and just barged naked into the jacuzzi we did didn't we which was lovely yeah. so it, it was cozy but and that it was very cozy there were a few black guys in there there were and there were quite a few couples in there yeah they were but we we were all sort of just chatting away and having a little bit of a giggle yeah which was nice and you know started the the evening off so to speak i've i've had a couple of quite embarrassing moments at dark desires in the past <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I remember you were particularly cruel to me one night. Oh, yes, I was. You you know what's coming. I do. Do you want to tell the story or shall I? So Mrs N knows that I have a thing for black girls. Yes, I do know. I find them very sexually attractive. Yes. And one night at Dark Desires, there was a particularly stunning black girl there. She was stunning and she was wearing a a fantastic little white number i remember it well (laughs) and she stood out in the crowd she did she she was a real beauty and you know i I just stood on on on, in the corner like i do nice and quiet you know not not just keeping myself to myself while mrs n's like flirting with the guys we were in the on the dance floor weren't we we were on the dance floor and I think I commented and I went, you know, look at her. She's she's really yes. stunning. Which, if if I agree with you, hmm. I will happily say, admit, yes, she is absolutely stunning. Yeah, you liked her as much as me, I think. She was beautiful. <laughs> and, yes, 
I think then at what point did you think, ah, oh, this will be fun? I have to be honest, I didn't really think about it. It was just kind of like a, a spur of the moment decision. Yeah, you went up to her and went, I'll ask her. I'll ask her if you can feel a tick. No, that's not true because I didn't actually tell you what I was going to ask her, did I? No, so no. So I think we were on our way to get a drink. So we had to walk past her. Mm. And I suddenly thought while she was there and I went, excuse me, a bit of a random thing. I didn't hear this. But would you mind if my husband felt your tits? <laughs> I said, it's a big fantasy of his. <laughs> And it'd really make his night. I think you told her how stunning she was. I did tell her how stunning and, she was. And yeah, and how your husband had loved her. And she, she must have looked around thinking, dirty perf. Well, no, in fairness, she looked at me a little bit like, okay. And she went, well, um, which one's your husband? Because I think she was a bit worried. <laughs> she was expecting some 80-year-old guy to come out the corner. Who's like, yeah. Yeah. And I pointed you out and went, oh, he's here. To which you looked at me as if to say, what are you talking about? Because you didn't know. I had no idea what you were organising. No. And she clocked you and went, oh, my God, definitely. <laughs> you sure she used that much enthusiasm? No, she was very enthusiastic. To which I went... Oh shit, that's backfired a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to put into to, to place, dear listener. You've got to put into place. I think this was quite early on. It was very early on. And so all of a sudden, and bear in mind our boundaries, as we've discussed, boundaries change. Yes. And at this stage, I was very unsure because I'm like, when this girl suddenly comes walking towards me, <laughs> sticking her tits out, going, have a feel, have a feel. <laughs> You were just like... I stuck my hands out as if I was feeling hooters or something. <laughs> and I just went, very nice. <laughs> oh, I must have looked such a dick. Yeah, but then she turned around and she said, I definitely need to play with you. And mm. she handed me her business card, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, which I never ever saw. Yeah, funny enough, I think I might have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cruel <laughs> and then as we went to get a drink you went I can't believe you just did that to me oh man I didn't know what was happening <laughs> so embarrassing oh. now I'd be on it like a bonnet you would be on it like a bonnet but yeah when, when it was when it's all first new and, and next you know. yeah it was a bit cruel of me but it was spare yeah. of the moment it and, was a lot of fun um, and she was lovely bless her she was brilliant and no, she was we, we did have a good laugh she was her. good fun for letting you do it and I've never seen her since no we've not seen her <laughs> Since, which is a shame really so anyway back to the story yes we got slightly sidetracked there didn't we yes so we were in the jacuzzi um like we said just chatting away and getting to know people and yeah. and there were a few noises coming from the other side of the frosted glass windows you call them noises i call them screams of help <laughs> <laughs> it's dark desires night there's some some big guys yeah uh so we decided we'd go and investigate didn't we and we thought Let, let's go and find one of the beds and we'll just sit and, and see what all the noise is about yeah yeah <laughs> and and this young girl who um was incredibly skinny yeah um beautiful was, she was stunning um and i'm assuming it was her partner was with her mm. they were both white um and she was being pounded <laughs> by a weapon of mass destruction exactly <laughs> and don't get me wrong she was obviously enjoying it and her husband was enjoying it even more because he was rock hard like, he was huge and that's the thing is where could you experience that kind of hot wifery yeah anywhere yeah it was incredibly horny to watch because you've got black guys just at your at waiting I know <laughs> to, to hook up and make connections yeah. with hot wife couples yeah definitely so as we were watching them play and enjoying themselves we were approached um mm. while we were just sitting on the bed by a very very lovely guy uh who I could see through his towel <laughs> you found him particularly good looking he was yeah he was extremely good looking um but yeah, he he'd also got something I was quite interested in. Uh, yeah, I think I, I noticed your hand wandering. It was hard not to. So I I just thought, oh, well, you know, I'll just give it a bit of a stroke, see what's going on there. And uh, he removed his towel, and it burst into life. It did. So I thought, well, you know, 
while I'm here. So I thought I'd give it a bit of a suck. You did? I did. Straight in there. Straight in. No messing around. You know me. Um, <laughs> so I was I was merrily enjoying myself. Um, I think you were having a little play behind me, weren't you, while I was on my hands and knees? I suddenly got, yeah, very excited. You did. And then um, he said, oh do you want to go and play in one of the private rooms? Because, right. as we know... So Liberty Elite has a, a massive playroom downstairs with, with like a, a king-sized orgy bed. It does. And then about... Um, it's about five. Five or six yeah. uh, king-sized double beds, yeah. just double beds, around the big orgy bed. But upstairs, uh, it has three playrooms that you can go into privately and lock the doors if you want to, or just leave the doors open if you want people to watch you Yeah, kind of privately upstairs. Yeah. It's been a while since we've been up in one of the private rooms, hasn't you it? You prefer... You've become quite an exhibitionist. Yeah, I have. I didn't realise that until you kind of pointed it out. And but so you, you, your attitude kind of changed. And again, we talk about uh, sort of sexuality and, and um, kinks being fluid. Yes, in the beginning, we, you liked the rooms, but then you, you kind of moved downstairs and liked the, <laughs> the exhibitionism. Well, you know what happens when you move downstairs. Things kind of happen. And your attitude kind of became, well, we, you know, we could stay at home and do it in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, it, I do like the whole experience of, of either watching or listening other, to other people. It's very erotic. It is very erotic. But it was quite nice to to go up to one of the private rooms. For a different experience. For a different experience. So we, we did. We disappeared off up to one of the private rooms and uh, shut the door. Um, and we... I, w- I watched some of the, the other women in there. So they kind of enviously saw you disappearing with this very well hung black guy. I know. I must admit, I did feel very lucky <laughs> that he, he kind of decided to stop at our bed. <laughs> was like yes um so we we kind of had we had a bit of a chat he was so lovely wasn't he so we had a bit of a chat and this is one thing that I, I want you guys to know about um dark desires night the guys there are just they're so sociable and respectful and so respectful so this guy that we were with he actually asked you know what what do you like mm. which you don't always get asked when well, no. I, I've not always been asked when we're at a no. club. You you kind of like sometimes it just happens. It goes back to to ODB, who who picks the best guys, yeah, the best single guys, yeah, and each one of those guys, you know, they're just they're just lovely guys, and they want the women to have an amazing time. They do, and and he uh, said to me, um, "Do you like it?" hard and fast or do you prefer something a bit more gentle and I said I have to be honest it's more sensual for me I'm not really one for a one bam yeah I I don't get as much out of it um I prefer the sensual little bit slower a lot more and for me to watch it's so horny yeah um so yeah so he asked me what I preferred and I told him and um and he did exactly just that and what was really nice for me was at that stage, we'd never done this either. I said to him, uh, we got the door kind of half open. Yeah. And you started having sex on the bed. Yeah. He took you from behind. He did. And his cock was at full mast. <laughs> and for me at this stage, I took one look at his cock and I took one look at your little bum hole. Mm. And I was like, it, it was kind of like looking at an Exocet missile <laughs> going into... <laughs> The little mouse hole in in Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> it's like, how the hell is that going to fit in there? Yeah, and I did feel a little bit uh, mm, <laughs> it, inadequate at that stage. He did. He did have to take his time. Uh, put it that way, and there was plenty of lube. <laughs> and I said to him, "You're going to think I'm really weird, but I really like listening, and sometimes not kind of knowing what's going on." Yeah. So I might just pop out and just listen. Yes. Which is freaky. But he's like, no, 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 whatever's cool. Yeah. And, and this is, they're so accommodating with, with what, whatever you enjoy. Yeah. And um, I, I just made my way around to the door. But then another guy came in. Yeah. Who knew the guy who you were with. Yeah. And he's like, can I watch? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Come in yeah. and watch with me. Come in and watch. Maria. So we've got two black guys at this stage. Yeah. And you were having sex now full on. Yeah. And... I kind of nipped out at this stage <laughs> and I could just hear you. Yeah. 
So you were in the room alone with two black guys. I was. And what, I, what was I, happening? I was literally, um, my face was down on the bed. So my bum was as high as it could possibly be. Um, and, and he was doing very long, controlled strokes in and out. And you must have known every time he kind of pushed it in because I think I, I gave out an almighty like, <laughs> I could hear it wasn't even muffled no I could hear really long moans and sort of it was turning into exasperated it it was good and I'd actually managed to hook my feet around uh, the back of his legs so I felt like I was almost controlling the rhythm that he'd got um, which then got him very excited. That's a top tip. It is a top tip. <laughs> um, they have incredible bums. They really do. They're just, they're, oh, they're just peachy. And so, yeah, so I felt like I was almost controlling it. That got him very excited and, you know, it crescendoed, as we say. And the other guy that came in to watch was actually playing with my boobs. He was completely naked. He well. was completely naked. So, um, and he was hard, but he was playing with my boobs. Mm. Um, and then obviously when the guy had finished, um, we had a bit of a chat and he was, he was so lovely. And he, he crescendoed. He did. <laughs> he did. Bless him. And, but and I think I might have worn him out because he was like, <laughs> oh my God, I need a drink. I'm really, really shattered. <laughs> when I came in, the other guy was on top of you. He was. And he was having sex with you. Yeah. You see, this is the thing though, because after, after the first guy, I was like, I'm done. I literally, I cannot do anymore. Um, and then when the other guy came in and, and he was like really horny, so I started to suck his cock. And then I believe somebody else came in the bedroom. I was just outside. and it, So here's, here's where I was. I, I didn't take my towel with me. So I was kind of on the hallway, completely naked. Were you naked? Yeah, completely naked, having a wank. I didn't know that. I was completely naked. So it was really erotic for me because... Any women could have come upstairs. Yeah. The guys could have, couples could have come upstairs. But it was quite quiet upstairs because the main action was happening in, yeah. the, in the, the big playroom. But I was suddenly really turned on because I was naked. I didn't know that. Fully erect. <gasps> and having a wank. That's horny. Exactly. That is really horny. And this other black guy came up and he's like smiling at me. And I'm like, oh no, it's my wife in there. <laughs> She's going, can I listen? And so the third guy went, hey, no, go in. So I kind of just opened the door and the third guy was in there. Yeah. The guy that had already fucked you smiled at me because he had obviously finished. I saw, and then I saw the guy on top of you fucking you in like the missionary position. Yes. And I kind of was like, I'm done. I can't stay outside anymore. This is, this is the whole thing about being in a hot wife couple is it's about restraint. Yeah. And we don't take the cuckold in very seriously. No, no. Not Some really. couples take it really seriously. To us, it's, it's lighthearted play. It is. And it was like, I'm done. I've got to watch from <laughs> now on. Because it, like you say, he had a body that I would, would kind of like, very envious of and would kill for. Yeah. Very muscly guy, um, very well-defined, sort of big chest going down to a little waist. Yeah. And I just saw his bum going up and down on you. Mm. Yeah, and I could see your bum was completely kind of apart and, and he was fucking you really well. He was. And then, um, obviously, the other guy came in. So at one point, there was three of them in the room. That's when I was with them. Yeah. Um, and then the guy that had originally... Um, fucked me he then said his goodbyes and you know said to the other guys enjoy yourself and they had a bit of a a little <laughs> giggle and a, a wink of the eye didn't high they? five high five and then off he went so we were left with the other two guys and, yeah. and yourself um, and I was lying on my back on the bed uh, one guy came to the um, left side of me the other one was on the right um, completely obsessed by my boobs, which was brilliant because, as you guys know, I love my boobs being played with. And so they were both sucking. They were so attentive to you. So attentive. And, uh, I, oh, it, I could have stayed there for hours. It was just amazing. Um, so they were really 
playing with the boobs. Um, and then I, I took it in turns. To, I had both of the cocks in one in each hand at the time and I was going from one to the other, sucking and taking it in turns. And um, and they all had amazing cocks. They did. They were huge. They did. <laughs> and I just want to say, so for anybody that hasn't had an interracial experience before, and especially with like Afro-Caribbean people, it's such a different experience um, to maybe being with a white guy. Okay. And it, Elaborate. Because it, it's their skin. Mm. Um, it's their hair. It's, it, there's just something different about mm. them. And that's where we say that, you know, it, it, there's a difference between sort of, um, with, with racial, bodies are different. Yeah. It's just, there, there, there are phys- physical differences. Yeah. And so... Kissing. Kissing is another thing. Yeah. It's a completely different experience, mm. um, kissing a, an Afro-Caribbean guy to, you know, kissing a white guy. Mm. Completely different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just, it's so different. Diff- it's just different. And yeah. it, it's a great experience. Yeah. It's and extremely sexy. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. <laughs> yes, I can, honestly. <laughs> I can highly recommend it. <laughs> that is cool. And... I mean, obviously, I've played with with Indian an Indian lady. You have, yes. And and I can so I can understand you where you're coming from. Yeah. Because it is just different. Like you say, it's not better, it's not worse. It's just different. It's a different experience. It's hard to sort of explain until you've actually experienced it. I think. But... And, and it's almost like discovering sex again. Yeah. Because it is so different. It is. So it's, yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from yeah and you are either there will be some people out there that are not sexually attracted to people of other races no not at all which is cool yeah it, it doesn't make them racist or, or anything that there's a huge difference between um sort of racism and and just general sexual preference yes and you have to be sexually attracted you do but yeah, you are definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have a thing, shall we say? <laughs> and likewise, <laughs> as we know. Yes, with 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 my, with my Hooters experience. Yeah, I've not I've not been able to recreate that. We I haven't know. had an opportunity yet, but I'm sure one day, dear listener, you you will be the first to know. Yeah, we promise. So when you kind of finished with all three guys, yes, I suddenly realised, oh shit. We bought somebody with us. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and bless him, he'd kind of gone off and, and done his own thing. He's like, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, cramp your style, guys. He did, bless him. He was very sweet. I mean, we, we wanted to make sure that he had a good time. And obviously, when we do tell you the story... Um, the story behind the story. Yes, then obviously, you know... We'll, that will all make sense. It will do. But bless him, he... he and, and this is the thing about a swingers club. If you went out to a pub with a friend, you wouldn't generally go off and, and end up deep in conversation and really be, be sociable with other groups. No. When you go to a pub, groups stay within groups. Yeah, they do. And this is a good example. So you've got a guy who's first time in a swingers club and he was well in conversation with a, a couple of girls. It Not only to the girls, but to the point where he'd obviously spoken to a lot of the guys as well, yeah. because yeah. we, I think we wandered back into the bar to, to obviously make sure he was okay. He was gone. And what, some random guy <laughs> came up to me. He knew his name and he, he was like, you know, how's he doing? Yeah. And he, he was really interested to know she, what sort was, of night he'd had. There was genuine had. concern that he was having, having a good, a good night. time. Yeah. And, and this... Is where we were saying before that you get you'll get out of what you put in. Yes, that wasn't actually the end of our evening, Mister N. No, no, because after we came downstairs from the private room, you still needed to be released. I did, yeah. I was, I'd still been left high and dry at this moment. You, you had, were, you were absolutely knackered. I couldn't walk. <laughs> The legs were shaking. <laughs> but we had nothing left to do because we had to kind of wait around for our friend to finish whatever yeah, he, he was, was up doing. To. Yes, yeah, because we obviously we didn't know where he'd gone. Yeah. Um. So we decided to go back into the playroom. Yeah. And there was a bed free, so we went to lie on the bed. Um, there was still a lot of action taking place. Yes, I think actually the the girl that we were watching early on was actually having. 
that turned into about a 10-man bukkake. It had. So there was about, I'm probably exaggerating, there was probably about eight. The, they were literally circled around yeah, us. So, like eight, eight guys. We all were like, what's going on there? So yeah. you, you went and had a bit of a nosy, didn't and you? Here's where, you know, there were a couple of white guys there. Yeah. About five or six black guys. Yeah, she was covered. And they were just wanking over her one after the other. Yeah. And she was full on loving it. She she smiled and winked at me. Um, and, and I was kind of watched for a bit, extremely turned on, and then wandered back to the bed to you. I was quite jealous. And when I got back to the bed, I thought, I'll give you a one-man bukkake. Yes. <laughs> so you did. I did. <laughs> and it was very lively. That's because I was so turned on. But as we were lying on the bed... I had literally just spunked all over you. You had. I, I, I was covered. Uh, we were approached... I was. I heard in my in my ear <laughs> just this voice going, "Good lad." Now this is a guy that we've actually seen before at Dark Desires, yeah. and we've chatted to a few times, but we've never actually got to play. He's a fantastic guy. And when we spoke to him earlier on in the night, he he'd obviously already played, and he he said he he was done. He'd had yeah. it. Um, and we were like, "No worries, we'll get you next time." I had a bit of a giggle with him. Yeah. Anyway, he couldn't resist, could he? <laughs> so. Um, I gave him a nice blowjob. Yeah. And... Uh, he came all over your face. He, it literally went everywhere, didn't it? Yeah. And he, oh my God, he had so much cum. <laughs> the excitement now is still on your face. It, it, I, it was honestly, it even was like... The, even though you washed the cum away, the excitement's still there. No, because I was just like, it just kept coming. It was like flipping egg. And you were like... I'm doing more next time. Definitely. So <laughs> that then did kind of finish our night. So we went off, had a shower, got ourselves dressed and thought we'd better go and see if we can find said friend that had gone AWOL. And he was, we still had to wait. And we still had to wait. Bearing in mind the club shuts at um, two, o'clock. two o'clock and we'd already been given the 15 minute warning because <laughs> <laughs> they come in and say, you've got 15 minutes. <laughs> So we were getting a bit panicky because it was like, has anybody seen him? But it, it turns out that he he was with somebody that we'd been chatting to earlier on yeah. in the evening. But obviously I'm not going to go into detail because we, we're going to save that for That's another. That's the story behind the story. It is, it is. But it's a good story. And afterwards, he was quiet on the way home. He was very quiet on the way home. We were a little worried about him, but, but he, he was okay. He said what an amazing night it was and what, what a life experience it was. Yes, he did. And that's it. And... I don't think I've you you leave you leave with a big grin on your face. Oh, you do, and you feel relaxed, totally chilled. And I personally think Dark Desires is like a libs party turned up to volume ten. Yeah, it is just full of fun, full of um, filth. Full of filth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use the word kind of um, sexual atmosphere. It's got that too, but there's definitely filth there. (laughs) (laughs) The music's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's just great. It just adds to the atmosphere. It's, you know, really sexy guys and girls bumping and grinding. Yeah. If that doesn't get you in the mood, you're dead. Exactly. (laughs) And, and, And yeah, so, and now we've, we've, we've kept you waiting for so long. I think it's time we told you how you can contact Dark Desires. Yes. So, um, obviously, I know we mentioned it earlier, but you have to be on the guest list. Yes. It's very, very important. Dark Desires parties take over the guest list of the club for the yeah. night. So, if you're a couple, normal Liberty Elite uh, couples who are members of yes. the club can go. Yes. If you're a single guy, you've got to be on the guest list. Absolutely. And also if you're a couple, you needn't be a member of Lips. You can get yourself on the guest list with Dark Desires and try the club out for the first time. You can. So um, you can register on the website or on FAB. So the website address is info at darkdesiresparties.com. It is. And I will put a link to that on this episode of this podcast so you can find it really easily and if you want to contact them on fab it's dark desires parties and you can contact the host which is odb london and green eyes that's right but you can just do a search for dark desires parties on fab swingers yeah and you can also see i think a few of their naughty pictures (laughs) i wonder if we're included in any of those i don't know i don't think so (laughs) 
but you will certainly see some hot totty bumping and grinding. And don't forget, if you want a bit more fun and filth, um, you can get hold of the book of Vanilla to Vixen, which is the story of uh, my swinging life so far. And you can order that from Amazon in uh, paperback or you can also download it on Kindle. Absolutely. And as always, the link to the book uh, will be available in the programme pages. So you can just copy the link and go to straight to Amazon. So that about concludes episode six, Mr. N. It is episode six already gone. So if people want to get in contact with us with their stories, their kinks, their questions. Absolutely. How can they get hold of us? You can email us at Naughty Couple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1, NaughtyCouple at Yahoo.com. Or you can find us on Fab Swingers. We are the Naughty Couple, which is spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Simply Naughty Couple, find us on Fab, send us a message. Or you can contact us on Twitter and also see some naughty pictures of Mrs. N. <laughs> and on, on Twitter, unfortunately, we couldn't have the Naughty Couple name. So we've had to settle for Naughty Couple, spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E. So we're Naughty Couple on Twitter and there's lots of naughty pictures. And uh, I'll put links to all of that on this episode, just like I normally do. Brilliant. And with that being said, we're going to bump and grind off now. <laughs> and we shall see you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.